You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, the Beer City Boys, episode 29, broadcasting you live from the 414 Fire Pit. Fire Pit on Beer City Street. So, Axeman, how's it going today? Good. Can't complain. Nice and toasty next to the fire. <sighs> Just got done listening to uh, the Wives podcast about uh, how awful we are. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Wives podcast. Check it out. Yeah, we're gonna have to move into the into the studio. Yeah, the studio garage at four one four Beer Street. That's where you can find us. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna put a put a mailbox out there, so uh, send all your postcards and uh, fan mail to us. Yeah. So uh, just right off the bat, we're gonna apologize. There's probably gonna be a lot of background noise. We got kids uh, roaming around in the background talking, playing hangman with the wise and stuff like that. Uh, little baby uh, Julia the Gulia, she's gonna be screaming and yelling and hooting and hollering for AEW wrestling because that's what she does. So. Um, just the, the forewarning right off the bat, so. So, uh, what'd you think of, uh, big episode of Dynamite this week? You know, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, uh, my biggest take on the whole thing was probably, uh, I think... Orange Cassidy coming out when uh, um, they were talking about who was facing Kenny Omega for the AEW world title, um, either Orange Cassidy or Pac, and then Orange Cassidy came out, so I think they're probably leaning towards Orange Cassidy. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be a shock if, if it was Pac, but um, I think they're going to lean more towards uh, Orange Cassidy there. Your opinion? Yeah, you don't think that's a swerve? Uh, it could be. It could be a swerve. Well, whoever wins is not going to beat him anyways. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's just kind of a filler there. So, um, Next big thing was, uh, I think, Darby Allen getting thrown down the stairs. That guy goes all out with everything he does. Yeah, he, he really does. I don't know how he stands some days. He, uh, he's a superhero. He must be. He's got nine lives. He must be a cat, too, you know? He's fearless, that's for sure. Because, uh, he was, uh, super close to going down that extra, that extra set of steps. Yeah, he was pretty close. Um, initially when he got thrown down the stairs, he did that tumble for couple feet then he like stood up tried to grab the handrail and then he rolled down a couple more stairs so I think I think the worst part about it was probably the initial throwing down the stairs yeah you think so I would I would assume so maybe I don't know I could be wrong 
I feel like after that second tumble, that was the worst part. It could have been. But um, to go along with that, uh, I'm really digging uh, Scorpio Sky and uh, Ethan Page together. Yeah? Yeah. I like that. I like those two together. Like, it's really Scorpio Sky is really coming into his own. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like this new heel, Scorpio Sky. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little different. Um, so, it's interesting. Um, he brings a lot of, uh, different characteristic, uh, just the, the fiery passion that he, uh, displayed this week was, uh, was intense. So, yeah, I'm interested to see where they're going to go with those two. Definitely. Um, what did you think about, um, uh, Miro coming out? And saying that he wants um, the uh, the title belt from Darby Allen. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, Darby Allen needs a an opponent, and I think Miro's the next guy up. But I don't know if I necessarily see him holding a title. No. Um, maybe it's because he hasn't been in all that serious of roles in AEW so far. So it's just hard for me to picture that. Plus, in the WWE, he didn't really hold that many titles, right? Um, I think he was United States champion, and he was, uh, I think, Intercontinental champion, maybe? Yeah, but he didn't hold that many titles. I don't know if he was ever a tag champ. I don't think so. So. But so, uh, he had a lot of fire coming out of that uh, that promo, though. So. Yeah, but it's just strange that he didn't throw him down the steps. That it was Ethan Page. So, I don't know. Um, it's kind of an interesting element. There might be some uh, screwiness going on in that match. It's possible. Very possible. I mean, could you see Scorpio Sky taking the title off of uh, Darby Allen? Like interfering with Miro? And then... Uh, Scorpio Sky, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page getting involved, and then Scorpio Sky challenging and taking the title. Um, yeah, I could. I think I think I, I'd rather see Scorpio Sky as the champ, not to, to take anything away from Miro or anything, but I just feel that um, Scorpio Sky is more of an up and coming guy, and I feel like that's the like direction AEW is kind of going. Not that Miro is not there, but I just feel like that it just doesn't seem right with Miro. To me, anyways. I mean, totally my opinion, but I'd rather just see them go a different direction. But I, I'm kind of over Darby being champ, though. Yeah. I think he's had his run. It's time for somebody else. Time for somebody else. I could see that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, he's had, what, like eight or nine title defenses now? Something like that. But he had, he's had the title for a while, and he only defended it a couple of times after like 100 days or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So this podcast is also, you, also brought to you in part by Michelob Ultra Light. Superior light beer. Tastes great. Only uh, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Pick yeah. some uh, Michelob Ultra Light up today. The Lotras. That's right. So, anyways, uh, back from that uh, that sponsorship here. Um, so, let's get to the main attraction. Let's uh, talk about that uh, um, blood and guts. What did you think? Um, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I can't believe that they did that on TV. Um, but I think I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was really, really good. Um, I think they allotted plenty of time for all their high spots. Um, the MVP of the match is definitely Sammy Guevara. I've yeah. seen tons of people praise him online. He did some crazy stuff. Um, but Dax Har- uh, Harwood was also really good. Yeah. Um, they both started the match, and they just set the tone right off the bat. Yeah. Um, Warlow took that chair shot pretty hard. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. But, um, yeah. I mean, the whole match was good. Um, I wasn't... I know you and I talked about this earlier this week. I wasn't a fan of the in, of the ending. No. I feel like he, instead of MJF, you know, making them quit, they shouldn't have quit. He should have pushed Jericho off. And then the match ended because Jericho was unable to keep wrestling. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then it escalated from there, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, I think that they could have probably, he could have probably thrown Jericho off or whatever, and then, like, they would have been like, no, we don't surrender, throw him off the cage or whatever the case is. Yeah. We'll still, we'll still get to you. And it would have been nice for those guys to, like, climb the cage and, like, attack MJF. After he threw Jericho off, you know what I mean? Yeah, they didn't really do anything. So I yeah. don't know if it's like setting MJF up for like a really strong run. It could be. So what does this mean for Jericho going forward? Is he going to be gone? He might take a little hiatus. Yeah. What does it mean for the rest of the inner circle guys? Um, I think they're just going to stay face and, you know, just kind of... More or less uh, play off, like, okay, well, Chris Jericho got thrown off the cage, so he's suffered some injuries, so he's going to be out for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So I think they'll stay with the with the feud and whatnot and continue that going forth. And because, uh, um, like, we already know that um, Sammy was feuding with uh, Spears for a little bit there. Yep. Um, so Sammy could um, ultimately... Uh, square off against MJF um, to get back for Chris Jericho and whatnot. Yeah. So, because they did have that beef right before MJF uh, got in the inner circle. So, hmm. yeah, that's that's possible. For so, sure. um, speaking of MJF, you know, 
um, your your lovely wife. Uh, she's she's got uh, um, the fist pumping for MJF right now, right? She's like MJF, MJF. Yeah, that's her boy. Yep. She only she only watches wrestling when MJF is on. I she likes the, she likes the scarf. Yeah, the it's scarf just the scarf. <laughs> yeah, she said she doesn't like when he talks. So he still has the scarf. His scarf has a Twitter page actually. MJF scarf. I, I, I believe it. I mean, Heather's got that big thing for Finn Balor. He was on TV the other day, and she was like, "Oh, Finn Balor." She like pushed me out of the way. She pushed me down on the ground. I I think I was bleeding from my head. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was quite interesting. So when uh, Finn Balor came out, and it was just like a split second or something, he was like walking in the building, and I'm like, "Hey, Finn Balor!" And then she was like, "Get out of my way!" <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, just a quick side note. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, no, I really liked that match, and it was good. Um, one match we didn't touch base on was uh. Four corner tag. What do you think about uh, SCU winning? Yeah, that was good. That was good. I thought that was pretty good. Um, you know, I don't really like the what is it? The acclaim. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Bowens and um, I'm not Max really a big fan of those guys. Yeah, um, but um, you know, now that Anthony Bowens in, maybe uh, he'll bring my boy. He'll bring my boy in. Uh, the Bad Apple. It's possible. They used to wrestle a lot. They put on some good matches. Bad Apple. Look for them. Um, yeah, overall, AEW was great this week. Um, what uh, What do you think about uh, the, re- the rest of the week, wrestling-wise? Anything stick out to you? I mean... Daniel Bryan's contract's up. So. Daniel Bryan's contract is up, so that's pretty big news. Um, I mean, he could go one or two ways. He could retire and just collect off of his wife's and sister-in-law's money um, because they're fully loaded with all their investments and businesses and everything because they got a wine, they got a clothing line, and they got this and that. So, yeah, they got... A lot to live off of, so... Yeah. I'd probably go that route if I was him. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, but other than that, um, he could probably go with uh, pretty much any company that he wanted to. I mean, he could go back to ROH, or he could go to AEW and run with those boys, or he could go to uh, Impact, you know? Very true. Um, I'd what, like. What do you think about him and uh, Kenny Omega? squaring off maybe if Daniel Bryan was a little younger I'd be more into it but um I still think he's got some gas left in the tank but he's definitely had his he's definitely had his time I, I, I'd like to see him in more of a like booking role I think he's really smart and can put a lot of good stuff together okay and I think that's kind of what he does with the WWE. I think he's got some kind of creative power. Or, well, he did when he was there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess only time will tell. Um, but I wish him the best. 
Yeah. I really enjoyed him and everything he did. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. I can't imagine the WWE letting him go. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure he was probably unhappy anyways because I thought uh, there was talk that he might go when he got that uh, neck injury that he was going to go out and kind of go back on the indie scene to wrestle because that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I should have um, asked my dad. He probably has the insight. Yeah, he's got the inside scoop. Yeah, because Sasha's not been back. Yeah, so she's probably gone. He's probably training her for her next big run. Yeah, I mean, your dad probably has her on the farm um, slinging uh, cow pies around <laughs> with a corn shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Got to pick up 20 of those things <laughs> sling them as far as you can. Yeah, maybe. I'll ha- I'll ha- I just talked to him on the phone. He didn't say anything, but yeah, maybe he's just keeping a secret from me. You know, uh, my dad was just here, and, you know, I probably should have fired up the uh, the Anchor app. Free, easy to use. Get your podcast out to anywhere. But uh, anyways, I probably should have got him on the on the podcast. Yeah, you should have. Briefly. You know, maybe my grandma would have got on, too. You never <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, you would have got you. Is she... Was your grandma the one that was shaking her fist at Hulk Hogan that time on WCW? She's going to scratch his eyes out? Um, you remember that old lady? Yeah. Yeah, that was, actually. <laughs> you know? I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she she really uh, had some beef with Hulk Hogan uh, back in that time. Um, she was probably um, Hogan's number one hairstylist. Um, back in that, the early 90s there. Yeah, she gave him the skullet. Yeah, she always gave him the skullet and whatnot, <laughs> and, um, dyed his, uh, beard and whatnot for when he was in N.W. Will, stuff like that, Hollywood Hogan. Nice. So, but, uh, yeah, then he turned on her, you know, so. Can't trust the Hulkster. Right, right. I think Hulk Hogan started going to, like, um... Like sport clips or something, or Lady Jane's, something like that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, all so, went downhill from there. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got haircuts from both those places, and you know they're they're way overpriced, <laughs> way overpriced. I mean, I have my own in-house stylist that I go to. Um, she comes over, she cuts my hair, she cuts my wife's hair, she cuts um, all three of my children's hairs. Nice. Well, I do have four, but um, three that live in my household, anyways. So, so yeah, um, that's who I go to. But I used to go to that men's house of hair. They did a pretty good job, though. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah, I can't go back though now because she uh, messed up my hair last time. Cut me too high above the ears. I'm still upset about it. Yeah, wow. you know. I mean, I probably could have fixed you up, but it would have probably been worse. <laughs> Anyways, totally off subject there. Okay, we're reeling it back in. Reeling it back in. So, oh, yeah. um, did you see that um, anniversary for Impact's coming up, and they released like a vignette kind of video deal? I haven't seen that yet. And uh, Samoa Joe was on it. 
So maybe Samoa Joe is coming back to Impact. Very possible. Very possible. Um, going back to WWE, as I heard that uh, Bobby Lashley was keeping the door open for Dave Batista to get um, another another title shot, another run in a title. So he's keeping like an open invitation for that. I think that's kind of out of the game for Batista. Yeah, I, mean, I think he hasn't wrestled done. in a while, so I don't think he wants to anymore. Yeah, if I was him, I would just stay doing movies. Um, I mean, he was already old coming into the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's like late forties, I think, mid to late forties. He might be fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. He's like almost like a Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas Page came in in the scene, I think in his 30s. I think he had his first wrestling match at like 36 or something. Damn. That might be me one day. It could be. I mean, I got I got guys. <laughs> I know people. I know people. Ashley's already been in the ring. Yeah, she's been training. She's been doing that DDP yoga. Yep. DDP Yoga. I mean, you haven't uh, really um, put forth an effort into advertising DDP Yoga like uh, you said you would when you got that sponsor- sponsorship from I him. Know. You know. Well, I mean, he gave you the product for free. And you haven't even pitched his, his product in a long time. So I've been a busy guy, you know. Right. You know, I have to get up really early in the morning and... Uh, Brew me lots of coffee to catch up on all the wrestling for all you listeners out there. Right. She's got me on lockdown. Well, you got to do that DDP yoga. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get back in shape. Trying right. to get uh, in back. Oh, I'm going to make my first appearance in the ring. First appearance in the ring, right. But, Which, uh, uh, my five-year wedding anniversary is coming up, so it's about time for me to step up and get that ball rolling to get back in the squared circle for one more to go. Well, make sure when you do that our number one listener, Ed, doesn't get hurt. Oh, yeah. He, he's got a date with <laughs> Destiny. He is going to get in the ring this time. He's not going to let that middle rope fool him, <laughs> trip him up, bust his face open. <laughs> I still don't understand on how he got that much <laughs> color, but yeah, it is what it is. That's uh, what happens when you uh, just cut the bridge of your nose from your glasses. So when you're falling in the ring, <laughs> uh, that's probably what happens when you uh, start drinking before you go to the wrestling. Right, that's what happens when you drink before you go to the wrestling. Uh, but uh, also the shots of. Uh, um, Crown Royal probably didn't help either. So, so um, let's see what else happened this week. Um, Jimmy Uso's back. Yeah, I saw that, and he's uh, questioning Roman. Yeah, he was questioning Roman pretty hard, but uh, Roman was uh, getting beat up by Cesaro, and then. Um, Jimmy was on his way walking out the door, and he was kind of like, oh, I don't want to leave my family, and blah, 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 you know, kind of like going back and forth in his mind, and whatnot. But then uh, he ended up 
um, stopping, and then Jay came out and um, approached him, and he was like, yeah, he's family, and blah, 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 you need to support your family, he's got us, and blah, blah, blah. Well, then Cesaro came out and started whooping on um, Roman Reigns, and then uh, Jay was going to get in the ring and take out um, Cesaro, and then Jimmy stopped him quick, and then he broke free, and then he got whooped up on Ces- by Cesaro, and then Jimmy was about to leave, and then he was like, all right, well, I'm going to get in the ring because he's messing up my brother, so, but then he got whooped up, so he got one of those European uppercuts. So Cesaro is going to challenge for the for the title then. Yep. Okay. I know everybody's been pushing for that. Yeah, you know, uh Cesaro, I think he deserves a uh, a title run, you know. Um Yeah, yeah you I, think he's going to beat Roman? You know, I think he would be a good trans he's a he's a good transitional um champion. Okay. Give him the belt for like a month or two or whatever the case is and then transfer it off. You know what I would like to see going forward What's is that? let Roman keep holding the title and keep doing this like head of the table thing with the family, whatever. And then The Rock comes in because they're related to The Rock, right? Yep. So then he could come in and be like, no, 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 I'm the head of the table. And then they feud for the belt. I know The Rock's not full-time, but... That would be interesting. Yeah, you bring him back for, like... I don't think The Rock's wrestled in a while, but, um... I'd like to see that. Yeah, that would be interesting. That's what I want to see. That would definitely be interesting. So, how much further do you think this Kenny Omega thing's gonna go? (sighs) With the belt collector. I don't know. I mean, he's got the Impact title. And the TNA World Heavyweight title. And the TNA World Heavyweight title, right. Mm-hmm. And the uh, AAA title. Yeah. So, you think he's going to keep keep collecting? <sighs> um, I mean, I would like to assume that he would be collecting at least one more belt. Um, and I would really like to see him collect the NWA title. Yeah. I just don't know if Nick Aldis is going to drop it or not. Yeah, I don't know either. I think that'd be a good feud, though. But I think that would just uh, gratify the NWA again like it was in the past. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see him get one or two more and then bring Nick Aldis in. Like we've been saying. Yeah. So, I just don't know where, which is the next one. MLW or what. Yeah. He could go to MLW. But I think the ultimate goal would have to be the NWA title. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of MLW, I recently saw an article where they may, they could possibly be partnering with the WWE. Really? Yeah. I don't like that move. 
Yeah, Dowell, and they're on uh, Vice now. Okay. So, for all you that have Vice, uh, not only can you watch Dark Side of the Ring, which uh, just started up again. Yep. But uh, you can also watch MLW, so get your wrestling on. That's right. Get your wrestling on. <laughs> so, I'm a little thirsty. I think we should probably take a short commercial break and uh, get back to you folks in a little bit. Alrighty. Alright. We're back. And uh, I'm no longer parched. I got a Cayman Jack from the Iceman. And right. uh, Ashley owes everybody beers because her phone went off during the podcast. That's right. <laughs> Take mine in 20 minutes. <laughs> or less. <laughs> so, uh, MLW had a uh, open draft. Open draft? I'm not really for sure what it was. So, I don't know. I'll look more into it, but I just wanted to announce it. Okay. Open draft MLW. More to come later. Um, SmackDown had the uh, old school. Old school Raw, yeah. The fist or, Yeah, uh, it was an old school Raw. I'm sorry. Old school SmackDown, Phil. Yeah, what do you think about that? Um, it was okay. Um, they had Bailey come out and was making like a tribute to like some of the uh, the past women. And so she dropped, like, Trish, Trish Stratus, Lita, um, uh, Alondra Blaze, um, Jacqueline, Victoria, and then she was like, and then you got Bianca Belair. And then she was like, well, none of them will ever be as great as I am. <laughs> so <laughs> she kept to her heel kind of gimmick and whatnot. Yeah. And, so it was interesting, and then Bianca Belair came out with her seven-foot-long braid. Yeah, she's got some crazy long hair. Twirling around. You know she can actually jump rope with her hair? That's too That's long. crazy. That's too long. I don't know anybody that could jump rope with their own hair. It's too much hair. Sure is. How do you wash it? Probably with water. I mean, do you have help? I don't know. Do you just go out back with the hose? Well, would her hair still be that long and not in a braid? I would th- I would assume. I don't know. I'm not a woman. I never braided my own hair. It's probably longer. Yeah, I mean. You know, I don't know. Maybe we could get her on the podcast. She could tell us. Bianca Belair? Yeah. Yeah, and how she washes her hair every mm-hmm. day? Yeah. Because, you know, she d- she has to do that braid every day. Like, you don't every... Think she, you no, don't think she just leaves it? Every day she she has to braid, braid the hair, yeah. What? She's already said that. I, oh. I heard it on a, uh, on a different podcast. Oh, okay. So... Interesting. I can't remember what podcast it was, but I mean, it might have been Lillian Garcia's Chasing Glory. 
Okay. I haven't I haven't listened to any of that. Um, she's got some good ones, you know. I mean, she brings on um, not only, like, wrestlers, but uh, she brings on uh, inspirational, like, people, whether it be sports or whatever the case is. Some kind of... Um, somebody famous or whatever. You know? Okay, okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. She's so, been around for a while. Um, I don't know if you remember... Sorry, we've been jumping around so much, but uh, on MLW, I've been talking about that L.A. Park group, L.A. Park uh, and them. Okay, yep. And, you know, they were like Promociales, Dorado, or whatever. And then I told you that they kind of took a new name of like this Aztec Underground or whatever. Okay. So apparently they announced, they finally announced who the lead, the secret leader of this Aztec Underground was. And it's Dario Cueto. Do you remember him from Lucha Underground? No. He was like the main bad guy in Lucha Underground? No. Alright. I mean, uh, we we know Lucha Underground uh, because of, uh, who was that, Megan? Sexy Star, I think. <laughs> I think we were watching it in Sexy Star, I think. Was that a character? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We were watching it one day, and um, Megan's like, I want to watch Sexy Star. And Heather's like, what? So no more Lucha Underground. So after that, we never watched Lucha Underground again. And my little baby Julia is going to bed for the night. She is sound asleep. Snoring away. She does snore. It's kind of cute, sort of, except for when she's laying in bed next to you, and you're trying to sleep. Well, what else you got wrestling-wise? What else do I have wrestling-wise? Um, uh, so I did watch the first episode of the Pillman uh, episode, and I thought it was pretty good. Um... I have yet to catch the second episode. I was going to watch it on Thursday night, but um, in Medi Ice fashion, fell asleep probably 20 minutes before the show started. So It happens. It happens to the best of us, hey, right? I fell asleep on the couch this week, too. So I fall asleep on the couch every day. And then I wind up going back to bed. For whatever reason, then I stay up and then I watch. More television on the phone or something. Because this morning, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and decided to watch The Marine 4 with The Man. The Miz? The Myth, The Legend, The Miz. So, that's your your mom's man. Yeah. Yeah. She's a big Mizaniac. She is a Mizaniac, isn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah, it... It was a good movie. I mean, I, I definitely had my interest from uh, 3 o'clock in the morning till 5 o'clock when I had to actually get up. So, it was on uh, the Paramount Network. So. Oh, yeah, the Paramount Network? Um, yeah, we have the Paramount Network. Um, it's on our uh, cable. Um, we have uh, Spectrum. Um, shout out to Spectrum. 
uh, for all your channel watching. <laughs> so the Pillman thing was good then? So yeah, the Pilgrim thing was good. Um, I was looking forward to the next episode because they cut it off at a really good point. Um, where the, uh, the widow was being blamed for everything. And her... Actually, Brian Pillman Jr. is the widow's son. Okay. So, he had, like, the weirdest love triangle ever between, like, three women. Brian Pillman did. Um, he, like, randomly cheated on his wives and girlfriends and whatnot. So, hmm. yeah, it was kind of strange, but... Um, yeah, so Brian Pillman doesn't even talk to his, Brian Pillman Jr. doesn't even talk to his own mom, I think. So, it's that bad. So, Brian Pillman Jr.'s mom is Bret Hart's sister? No. Okay. So, he was from an estranged... Yeah, um, Pillman was never married to any of, uh, Bret Hart's... I thought he was. No. Then why was he in the Hart Foundation? Um, because he actually trained with Stu Hart. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh. So, oh. Well, my mind is blown, and now I can no longer do this podcast. Yeah, you should probably take some, uh, what is that stuff that I take every day? Oh, I'm sorry. Ginkgo Biloba. Yeah, thank you. Ginkgo Biloba. You probably forget to take it, don't you? (laughs) You gotta take it to remember to take it. <laughs> I gotta take it to remember to take it. And uh I can't remember to take it, so I'm very forgetful. So anyways. Anything else you got for us? I mean it's not really the greatest episode in the world here, I think. Um Yeah, I thought we were gonna have a lot of good stuff, but then now I don't know. Yeah, I mean we haven't really been together in couple weeks now yeah um yeah i was gone and then we just did it from afar because i've been busy (sighs) yeah um i think we we had something going solid when we were apart i think we might just have to be apart yeah maybe i don't know maybe maybe we, we have more to talk about when we're apart i guess I think I think so. Well, it didn't help that we worked together this week one day and we talked about a lot of stuff and then now we're not bringing it back up. MGS says bring it back up now. I can't even remember what we talked about because I didn't take my ginkgo by level. Yeah, I can't remember either. That's okay. So, um, well, do you have anything? Um, I don't know. We should probably throw another log on the fire, you know, keep, uh... Keep Ashley warm. Keep people warm here and, uh, get back to our Canaan Jacks. Yeah. So, uh, what was your match of the week? I think I already know the answer, but I gotta ask. I, I think match of the week had to been, uh, blood and guts, you know. I th- I think they did a good job. Um, everybody in that match, uh, did really well. Match at blood? And, um... MJS is butting in, like always. That's all she does. Butt in. Take your stick and your blanket 
and sit there and look like MJS. Um, okay. I, I totally wasn't doing that before. Okay. But uh, her question was, is uh, what match are you talking about? We're talking about Blood and Guts. The match. The cage match. The ending match. I knew which match you're talking about. I the match sure. of the card match. Where Chris Jericho got pushed off the top. The one where Chris Jericho got pushed off the top. That is correct, MJS. Now, if you would be so kind and uh, grab a couple more sticks and uh, throw them on the fire so we can keep some warmth going on here, that would be great. Um, there, in my wheelbarrow. Um, uh, kids nowadays, I tell you. Yeah, so match of the week was... Uh... Yeah, I'd have to say Blood and Guts. Um, okay. Everybody performed really nice in there. Um, they uh, told a really good story, I thought. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the best you can in inside of a cage and a war kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah, I think I have to agree. I mean... Uh, Yeah, I don't think anything that I watched this week holds a candle to that, and uh, I was extremely satisfied. I was a little worried um, about it, uh, considering how other um, war game type matches have been lately. Yeah. WWE doesn't have a roof, MLW, I don't know if, what I think about that one, but yeah, it was good. So, uh, I think that about wraps us up. Yeah, I think so. Um, kind of short and sweet this week, um, for the most part, even though we had our offbeat rambling sessions there for a second or two, maybe more, you never know. So, all right, well, uh, Maddie Ice, why don't you, uh, send us out and send the people home? All right, well... First off, I would like to thank our wives for uh, putting up, putting up with uh, this nonsense for uh, probably what forty minutes or so, forty-five, something like that. I don't know how long it's been. Um, so thank you to our lovely wives. Uh, yeah. So I know they're not really too enthused with uh, podcasts and wrestling. Definitely not wrestling. That's for sure. So, but. Uh, I don't know. It keeps us happy, right? Sort yeah, of. Something to do. Something to it's do. It's a hobby. A little hobby when we can. So, uh, anyways, uh, remember to always wear a mask, watch your distance, and please wash your hands. Well, we're out. Came in Jacks. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hot. Tag podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Beer City Boys One. Hot, Hot tag, tag out.